It's the Bachelor Lifestyle. It's the Bachelor Lifestyle. Can I tell you for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. Prime Beck and Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You crying in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards Welcome right. You back. end up on paradise. Did you miss us? Heard you missed us. We're back. Van Halen. Uh... We, we didn't cover last week. Of course, you're listening to The Bachelor Lifestyle from TheBallerLifestyle.com. We didn't cover last week because it was the men tell all, and that's just brutal. No one, no one, the women tell all is bad enough, but the men tell all is just, it's unwatchable. So we skipped last week. We're back. Katie, well, there's a lot going on with Katie. I mean, is there? I don't know. We're going to find out right now. My name is Brian Becker. I'm joined, as always, by Jason Stewart. Jason, what's up? Hello, everybody. Hey, buddy. Uh, congratulations on your use of the uh, very mainstream term. We're back. We're back. No, I thought it was. I thought it was. I'm back. I'm back. I'm yeah. back. Neither of those have any. Um, uh, they weren't derived from anything. It was a well. I mean, of, of you pop could... culture references, but not. We've never. We've never have yet to determine, and this has been several podcasts where i've said this theory we've never had one person yes. like weigh in and be like no no no, it's from that thing no because it's it, it doesn't have a thing um there's a name for this it's there's it's called hold on there's it's it's a copy of something for which there is no original so you've you've brought that term up already yeah right? and i don't i never know what the <laughs> um I'm, I'm googling it right now but i don't even know what to google um, but so like the, like a good example is the Irish pub or the, or the fifties diner, right? So you're, you everyone's been to a fifties diner, an Irish pub, and they're all like pretty similar. They all have a pretty, you know, t- defined style, yeah. mm-hmm. but what's the, what are they copying? What's the original one? There is no original one. Right. So but, well, but- I'm back. I mean, I remember Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Oh, s- s- sim- simulacra, sim, sim, sim. I can't pronounce it. Simulacrum, simulacrum. Oh, I, th- I, thought it was, I thought it was a term that a much more user friendly term. It's really a tough term. one, right? Simulacrum, according to Baudrillard, Baudrillard. I can't read. Uh, means likeness or semblance is a representation or imitation of a person or thing. The word was first recorded. Well, this does. Yes. By the late, it had gathered a secondary association, an image without the substance or qualities of the original. That's really not the same, though. No, you're, you're on the wrong word. I know. Um, I think that's not the right word. Yeah, anyway, you, you brought up a term uh, in, pre, in a previous podcast that made more sense. But but right now, if, yes, if someone's listening to this for the first time. Um, that, that like, you know, that thing that you see and hear and on TV and in social media, we're back and it yeah. has that yeah. tone to it or yeah. I'm back. Yes. That has, that, that doesn't come from anything. And then you're thinking, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on a second. Remember Poltergeist? Nope. That they're, was a, they're here. They're here. They're here. Yeah. What, what about Terminator? I'm, I'll, be I'm, back. I'll be back. I'll be, be back. back. And yeah, and, yeah it, it's not so I wrote, I recall. When Michael Jordan, remember when Michael Jordan re- retired? I'm doing air quotes right now. Remember when Michael Jordan retired 
That's with mm-hmm. air quotes from um, the NBA when he was like 32. And then he took two years off, a year and a half off. And then he came back. And when he came back, he was like, he called a press conference and he was like, and he had that big earring in. And he's like, I'm back. Now that's, he said that. But now was he imitating something or was he, was that an original? Yeah. I mean, phrase I think, to him. I don't think that he, see, there, there's, you have to get both of them. You have to not only uh, use we're back or I'm back, those, those, those words together, but you need to have that tone that back. And I don't think he did that. I think he was just like, I'm back. Uh, but I'm back. I think he has taken that. on a life of its own over the last 20 years. And no one's ever going to tell me any different. I yeah. discovered that it had no, uh, is it derivation? Yeah. It derives from nothing. It just, it just kind of, it was kind of like the Delta virus. It just, it, it started from something and yeah. then it, it, it just kind of did it evolved into something yeah. else. Yeah. How many, how many, how many flu variants do you think there are every year? You think there's this one flu? There's a thousand flus. Right. right? So yep. there's probably a thousand COVIDs, right? At sure least. Sure seems like it. Yeah. Uh, okay. What's, so that is the term, by the way. Simul- I don't, it needs, I need a fucking, how to pronounce it. Simulacrum. Sim- simulacrum. Anyway, that's what it is. Well, the bottom one is we took a week off. That's where all that the last five minutes. Uh, Michael came from. Michael A bounced just like I said he was going to. Michael A was not in it for the long haul. He's still mourning his his one true love who died of breast cancer. You don't get over that in a year's time. You don't. And you know what you got to do? You got to go out and break a few eggs before you make an omelet, a love omelet. And Michael and Michael, he's he's too soft for this. You know, like he wasn't. He wasn't there to go the distance, and I and I told you guys that, and I was right, and I'm and we're going to talk more, and I'm going to be right about some other things. Well, Michael A, he um, very good guy, genuine as genuine a guy as we've seen on the show. Um, he was for the right reasons and all this stuff, but yeah, he got some bad advice. Somebody said the way to get over grieving your wife is to go on a show and compete with yes. other thirty other guys, and the main the main goal of the show is to try to humiliate you and, and make you feel really bad emotionally. Yes. Um, he oh. survived all that. And yes. he, he ended on his own terms, which is, look, I was talking to my kid today and he didn't say, when are you coming home? He says, why don't you want to see me? Yeah. And the, 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 the difference bitch. between yeah. those questions really got to him. Yeah. Um, Some producer just, told him that some producer told him that somebody yeah. once somebody once told me the best way to get over somebody is to get was well, a woman that told it me. She said the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. So for our turn, so like just flip that or just even under is fine. But the thing is, you can't you, the the addendum to that is then you don't propose to that person. That's just the person that you get right. over things with. And Michael A hasn't had that person or people yet, and so he thinks he's just gonna fucking jump into a TV show, mm-hmm. re- game show, relationship, and fucking propose. And his his poor he just nursed his poor wife in her her uh, dying days of of breast cancer. Like, no, that's not how that's not how the human mind, the human heart works. Sorry, buddy. Our subject, uh, Katie, was kind of, um, I, I guess you would say, justifiably like confused. Like it, he came on the show 
and he lasted as long as he did. And and you're thinking we're only like a couple episodes from the end here, and he just had to get on a plane to get home. Now I would ask. I thought that this whole thing was like a quarantine show where he has to stay a certain amount of time after he's done and then go home. I don't know if, if he just kind of moved up the window to do that, but, but um, I don't know. He seems like a decent guy sure. and, and then everything, everything's fine. He said on the mentel all, which was uh, very predictable, nothing too exciting. He said, um, you know, his feelings are still right there for Katie and, um, and, you know, and if, if with dir- different circumstances, maybe, maybe um, they could be together or what have you. But uh, Katie is down to three as opposed to four. I don't know if we've ever had th- uh, three people hometown. Um, and then to make it even more unusual, one of the three of the last finalists, uh, his parents bowed out. They said, nah, yeah. we're, we're not into that. We don't Justin. believe in that. Justin. Yeah. Yeah, which is a first because I know we've had we've probably had one or two subjects along the way whose parents didn't show up, but it wasn't like a we didn't show up and then we're going to show the uh, the call on speakerphone of the mother saying we're not coming because we don't believe in what you're doing. We don't believe in the process. We don't think somebody could fall in love and we're not we're not going to partake in that. Is it, do you think it's like a religious thing? Like they're Jehovah's Witnesses or something and they don't want, they think the TV cameras are going to steal their soul? You think they're going to go on, do you think they're Seventh day Adventists? And they're like, I'm, I have to eat vegetarian and also TV cameras steal your soul. To quote, to quote the Jason Stewart, to quote Jason Stewart, who likes to use the same joke lots of times over and over, they say the camera adds 10 pounds. How many cameras were on you? I wish Is that did I butcher it? No, that's fine. Yeah, I, I wish I would have come up with that line. It's I know. A great line. Yes, it's um, a great joke. That's, it's not politically correct anymore. But mm. um, I will say that uh, even for dudes, yeah, who knows? Yeah, oh, I don't know. Sorry, you know. Mm-hmm. So Justin, who you and I both, I think, have, have been on the same page with this guy, seems like a decent dude. He oh, really yeah. likes to show off his art, but I, not, oh, neither right. yeah. neither of us really buy buy no. that they were going to be no. in it to the end. No, uh, she brought him to the end. I my theory is always because he's he's an easy one to kick loose than a couple of these other. Totally, they, they always bring one of the three or four is always just someone that's it won't be too hard to fire. Mm-hmm. That's that's why they bring them along, and and nothing gives you an easier out for the for the woman than saying my parents didn't show up because they don't think I could fall in love this quick or they don't believe in this. So. Is that what he said? Because I was kind of fast forwarding. He just said his he was like on the phone or something. Yeah, it was, was like the, so made up. He's on the phone with his mom and dad, and it's it sounded like to me that the mother was saying we're not coming, and the reason why is because. We just don't think that's that two people can meet each other on on a talk on a game show well, no. and then be married at the end. Well, nobody thinks that, Mom. Like, <laughs> right? like yeah. no, everyone knows that's true. Like, just right. come and be on TV and not get your drink refreshed because that's what they do. They let your drink get all yeah. shitty, and so I can tell you've been sitting there a lot longer than the two minutes that you're supposed to be. They right. they don't they haven't figured out that somebody needs to refresh the drink every few <laughs> minutes because they're that's called continuity. Sometimes you see it in movies where somebody takes a sip of their wine and there's only a sip in the glass and then it's still it's supposed to be 
10 seconds later and the wine's completely full. Like there's somebody on the set is in charge of that. And the bachelor needs somebody like that for the home t- home panels. That's, that's home where time. they got to refresh the glasses. Yep. Um, so anyways, hometowns this week, it's, it's, it's a weird one. There's only three guys, uh, one of which his parents said, no, thanks. Justin. Um, so Blake was our first, uh, and, and I think hometowns and then yeah. the, the, the finale kind of, uh, it kind of cuts into our, our shtick because, you know, this podcast that's been referred to out there as the great white in a sea of bachelor podcasts. Because it has teeth, and that, that that's that's a that's a pretty good uh, way to put it. But it's hard to make fun of, and you know, kind of take things lightly when you have these emotionally heavy episodes. And once once hometowns gets here, it typically becomes like for real, and it becomes real emotional and about feelings and love, and you know, all the all the games that they play to try to fuck with people. They they don't do it anymore. Uh, Chris Harrison isn't around to make fun of anymore. So it's like, this is just a very heavy emotional episode. Look, look, Jason, like, I don't, I know you don't want to say it. You're, uh, you're very much an optimist. You're a a glass half full guy. This show sucks. It's too heavy. (laughs) It's too heavy. It's too fucking serious. It's like, this is the sex positive bachelorette. Like, you know, there's not even going to be, there's not even going to be fantasy suites. Like how are you going to have, how are you going to have the first sex positive bachelorette in the history of the show? And you're not, you're not even do doing fantasy suites with somebody who's <laughs> albeit a, a term that's never been defined sex positive. Like I assume that means fantasy suites. I was actually talking to friend of the show, former guest of the show, Brad in New York, who made our, who made our song, oh, yeah. our theme Very song? Talented, talented. I was, yeah. I was. He had a birthday this week, and I was texting him for his birthday, and he's like, "You know what?" He's like, "I got to be honest." He goes, "I haven't been watching." And you know what he said, Jason? And it made me think. It made me think. He said, "It's honestly just not the same without Harrison." Yeah, I think it, it isn't. We right? kind of said we kind of said that at the very beginning of the yeah. season. I, I said that this podcast is going to miss Harrison because he he was so cheesy. Yes. He was dripping with just cheese and a yes. company guy yes. who, who who just tried to always sell that the show was about love when yes. it's the, one of the last things it's about is love. And um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that was a problem. Caitlin and, and Tasha, they're they're easy to look at, uh, but they, they bring nothing to the table, whether it be something we can make fun of or anything interesting. They, they're just kind of there to not even to move the, the show along just to kind of listen to the subject. And that's about it. But yes, Harrison, I think is, is a big, uh, is a big miss for us. So this, this particular episode is kind of a tough one and that there wasn't a whole lot of meat, but I will say that, um, our guy Blake from Canada, he usually offers good. up he's good. offers up a yeah. decent amount of meat for us because yeah. he's not he's not very intelligent and no. and he um you know he's a Canadian so there's a there's a, always a little bit to make fun of there with a Canadian that he said to her um um since I can't take you to Canada I'm gonna bring Canada here. Yeah. So the show just just brings in all the Canadian cliches and 
there's a bar with a bunch of wildlife. I don't know if that's like animals he killed or what have you. Yeah. There's, and he, uh, he said he was a bartender. Yeah. And he says that he, that maple syrup's a big thing in Canada. Mm-hmm. He's, it looks like he pours them each a little shot, shot glass of it's like a, maple it's like a syrup. snifter. It's like a snifter. Yeah. And he said, and he got, he did a, he did a real Jason Stewart thing. First of all, Blake, we kind of made fun of him. He's a wildlife manager. I'm realizing like he's kind of a snack. Like he's handsome. He's he's got these like piercing blue eyes. Sure. He's he like listens, you know, he did the whole say anything thing with her earlier this season. Like mm-hmm. he ha- he has that like kind of dumb guy charm which makes that makes the best contestants on the show, The Bachelorette is guys that don't really take it too seriously but they they're very earnest so they think they're jesus excuse me indigestion they they think that they're taking it real seriously and so he but he does the jason stewart thing where he's like yeah he's like you know maple syrup is really big in where i come from and he's just so full of shit and he's like so you know we have it in the fridge we have it on the counter he's like i keep some on my (laughs) on my bedside table and she's like what and he's like no yeah and she's like no, you don't keep some on your bedside table. And he's like, yeah, no, I do. We all do. And she's like, and she's just looking at him and he's, they do like a tasting, like a maple syrup tasting. Right. Right. And And also like if you make your kids some pancakes and you, and you take maple syrup out of the refrigerator and you don't heat it before you put it on your kids' pancakes, that kid is going to be in therapy for so many years because you're such a horrible parent. That's it. That's just a, that's just a um that's just a PS, PSA <laughs> that I'm doing. Well, he yeah. um that leads to her him saying that it was on his bedstand or whatever. It leads to her being like, "Real talk here, bedstand, whatever, whatever nightstand, nightstand." Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, she says, "Real talk here. Uh, have you ever <laughs> have you ever used it in bed? Disgusting. You know, just trying to stick in with the brand. Disgusting. And he, you know, he gives her basically a look like, of course I yeah. have.' And I'm. You know, I I personally have mentioned this before. I I don't I don't like food. I hate it. And food and sex. I hate like it. Like movies that what was it uh, nine and a half weeks and oh, there's been like Bull Durham had this thing where they no. they make they they're having yeah, sex on like disgusting. kitchen table and they're rubbing food disgusting. on each other and shit. Screw yeah. no, screw that. Hey, um, remember you know when we talked about it? We've talked about it on this show before many, many seasons ago, and we both agreed. How about when they do like like it's like a high end party and there's a buffet and sushi is part of the buffet and there's like a nude model laid out and they and she they're using her body to serve the sushi off so there's like rolls <laughs> like you know they they put like the, they put like those fake leaves on her right. like over her jennies and then the, and then they lay out like rainbow rolls uh, across her uh, across her vaginal or crotch area and you're like oh this is so beautiful like this is this is food that's touched somebody's skin before yeah. i eat it like i don't care how pretty you are that's disgusting. gross just disgusting <laughs> i don't need that um so they uh I think they went outside and they played street hockey because it's Canada and there was a penalty oh, box. Yeah. Really lame penalty box. I fast forwarded that. Um, Greg, our you know leader in the clubhouse, Greg, yep. he he was like looking out his balcony and he saw them on their 
hometown date. Hometown. Um, oh yeah. And, and he gets a little emotional. He's and and I well, I mean, I mean, he is like a week away from proposing to a woman. I guess you would get emotional if you saw the woman you're about to propose to making out with some dude on on a hometown date. I mean, um, or you divorce yourself from it and you're like, it's either me or it's not me. And if it's not me, who gives a fuck? Like, have your date, you know, like, I don't give a shit. If we've learned one thing about Greg in this episode, he wasn't divorcing himself no, from anything. No, he was he's sensitive. Everything personal. Yeah, he's sensitive. Um, so when um, I was on kind of our first glimpse of, of Greg drama. Yeah. Gra- drama Greg in this episode. Um, and then so. They go from the penalty box and street hockey and lame lameness to meeting Blake's uh, mother and I think it was a sister who seems like a cool chick. Um, and uh, Blake hasn't told Katie that he's falling in love and she really hasn't said it to her. It's been my theory, maybe our theory, that they both just want to get to the fantasy suites and have a really good time that night. But there, there really isn't a proposal coming up, so there's no need to tell each other that they love each other. Um, so that was basically what the whole hometowns thing was with the family. It's like, Blake, are, do you like her? Yeah, she's great. Every, she checks off all everything on the, on the list. Well, why don't you tell you lover? Yeah, I don't know, whatever. Um, right. and his sister even calls him out on kind of what we were saying early on. It's, um, he was all in on Claire a year ago. He, then he was all in on Tasha. Yeah, and, and and then his sister's like, "So now you're all in on her? I mean, are, is this the one?" And he's like, "Yeah, this is the one." Like, mm-hmm. So, uh, so Blake really likes being on on TV. Um, but anyways, yeah, just kind of a nothing too exciting goes down at Blake's hometowns. It was just it came down to you know when they say goodbye, is he finally going to tell her he he's in love with her or falling in love with her, or whatever they say. And he chose not to do it. So um, as of now, Blake, who came in midway through the season, um, has probably spent a total of you know 20 minutes with her. They He has yet to tell her that he's fallen in love with her. Um, and we're a week out from, from her taking him to see her parents. So uh, that's kind of the big deal there. Then we flash forward to Justin, who we already talked about. Uh, Justin's talking to his parents, his parents bow out. Justin says, you know, uh, a couple of my good buddies are coming instead. Um, and he's like, you know, family is deeper than blood or whatever. My friends know me in ways better than my family does. Yeah. She, he's explaining this to her and she's like, kind of like disappointed and like, that's, that just doesn't add up. Like what the hell's going on there? I don't blame her for it. Uh, and Justin's going to show her a taste of Baltimore. And yes. <laughs> guess, guess what Baltimore is? It's a it's a sign that some of one of the producers made that said, Welcome to Baltimore. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, they're like, he's like, we have a we have a place called Graffiti Alley. That's right. And then it was just like, but and then and then they had like a graffiti wall there. Yeah. But that yeah. wasn't that wasn't from Graffiti Alley. Like <laughs> it's just a it's just some other graffiti. Like you could just have graffiti anywhere. That's not actually from like have you seen the wire? 
Like there should have been, they should have done like a, they should have bought some like yellow tops or WMDs and they should have been like, Hey, this is, this is Avon Barksdale over here. This is Weebay, Slim Charles. Like here's where we put the bodies and the low rises. Uh, yeah, that was weird. And then they had, then they had a like crab feast, which is delicious. But if it's, you know, it's for women, well, for some people, I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry. For some people, it's like difficult to like break open the crabs and like, yeah. you know, get the meat out of them. I, I find it delicious. It's a lot of work. It's number one on my too much work to eat list is crab, but I'll do it once in a while because it's like you got to fucking crack this thing open. It's like cracking nuts and then you get little, just little fucking slivers of meat out of the inside, which is kind I, of annoying. I don't, I don't do crab, but what I've seen of You don't crab, do crab? No, but what I've seen of what, it is- Are you allergic? It seems like it's messy. It doesn't seem like a romantic no, date it's thing. Super like messy. Shit all over your mouth and stuff. It's super. Um, messy. Are you no? Are you a no seafood person? No, no, no. I I, I like seafood. I just yeah. I and I've done crab, but I just don't. It's not my choice. See, if, I, I agree. Unless, I agree. If I'm going to a seafood place, I, I'm not getting crab. Okay, yeah, um, I'm, I'm with you. I don't either. So you ever been, you um, ever been to Captain Jack's and uh, Sunset Beach though? Captain known. Jack sounds familiar. Uh, yeah, well, because Jack Haley, it was R.I.P. It was uh, Jack Haley's father. Oh, I didn't know that. Started it, yeah. Captain Jack's Sunset Beach, California. It's, it's fantastic. We should go there. You get a prime rib. A you get some crab down, legs. There's a place down there in Newport that's a. It's a uh, You're thinking of the Crab that? Cooker. Okay, the Crab also Cooker. Also fantastic. I love the Crab Cooker. The Crab Cooker was closed for a few years for remodeling, and now it's reopened. Was well, remodeling I, in parentheses as they got like a C rating or something? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it was close. It's 2018. It's back, though. We can go there as well. Okay, continue. Um, so anyways, yeah, uh, a taste of Baltimore, whatever the hell that was. Yeah. And then they, to, then they go to then they go to <laughs> meet meet his best friends. Real boring. Uh, God, because so, his family so wouldn't come. His buddies like Herb and Tom or something – were there one white guy, one black guy, and they were so dull, so boring. And, and, and also, it made me see, because I thought, oh, this Justin guy might be kind of cool. He's an artist. And then I saw him with his buddies. And you ever, have you, has that ever happened to you where you like see somebody in one context and then you see them in their like more normal context where you wouldn't normally, like maybe it's somebody you work with and then you right. see them around like their own, they, they're like, Hey, come over for the Super Bowl And you're like, all right. And then you get to their house and you're like, Oh, this guy's a fucking dork. Like I thought this guy was cool. And now I see him with his friends and his friends are nerds. And like, I just can't be seen with these guys. And that's, <laughs> that's kind of like the vibe. I immediately, when I saw Justin's friends, I'm like, Oh, Justin's a dork. Like he shouldn't, he shouldn't, he shouldn't have shown himself in his personal context because it, it only you only saw the flaws of him in that way. Continue. No, I agree. I, okay. and yeah. I could not have been less interested in, in anything that horrendous the had to do horrendous. or say. Yep. And, you know, it's just like the cliche where Justin doesn't open up and he, he, he he's, he's very guarded and, but he looks happy with her. And then they're like, dude, you got to tell her that you're falling in love with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and he ends up telling her that on the way out. Very uninteresting. He doesn't have a chance of, of, of doing the show. So all the, um, all the stuff that, that we could make fun of is basically over with because then the drama that is Greg starts, which 
you know, Greg has been, I think he got like a first impression rose. He got like the first date of the season. He got a second one-on-one date. He's he's been the leader in the clubhouse the entire time. Greg is very Gen Z or, you know, late millennial. He's very in touch with his feelings. He's he's cried many times in this show. And he's a a great actor, not just because of her. He's cried because other dudes have been sent home. He's cried for, you know, his, his father passed away. He's got a lot of shit going on. Basically, Greg skews, skews down. He's he's a kind of a downer. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, not a whole lot of pep to this kid. Non-alpha. He's, a, he's yeah, emo. Not, right. Nice enough mm-hmm. guy, but he just sure a lot of downer to him. And he it really came out in this episode where he basically brought the entire season to a screeching halt. Um, so he is from New Jersey, yeah. um, and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They played basketball because that's I mean that's basically the thing you do in New Jersey is play basketball. <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's what New Jersey's never, known for. I've no? never heard that before. Yeah. I never, I never knew that. Um, what the, but the subtext that he played basketball with his old man. Oh right, was one of the things that he did with him, and it was you know sentimental, and she really appreciated that he was willing to play basketball yeah. with her. I forget yeah. what else they did on their New Jersey date. It had she, almost nothing to do with New Jersey. She took a jumper and she like, well, it was like a chest shot and she like gunned it over the backboard. And he's like, hold on. <laughs> he's like, hold on. Let's let you have you make a shot. So yeah. he took her to like a three feet in front of the basket and he just kind of like, kind of like gave her the motion <laughs> and then she, and then she threw it up and it was like a foot and a half short of the rim and just hit the bottom of the net. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just shooting hoops. Um, yeah. And and then I don't remember. I don't know if you remember, but like the last one on one date they had, she showed him a taste of like Seattle. And one of the things from Seattle, other than throwing fish at each other, was they they brought in oh, a yeah. rain machine. Yeah. yeah. And Greg thought it was like the greatest invention. <laughs> he's never seen anything like it. Like it was the greatest thing he's ever seen. And like, so he obviously said to the producers, could you bring that rain machine oh, back? Cause uh, was- I'm going to sit here and say that um, it rains in Seattle a lot, but it also rains in New Jersey and then, <laughs> do, then do the rain. <laughs> do you, it was kind of like, remember growing up, like not everybody had sprinklers. So you would, you would, I remember I would always have to do this at my grandma's house. You would plug the, you would screw the hose into like this, into like this little contraption that you'd sit, set on the lawn and it would kind of like rotate back and forth and it would splash out some water one direction and splash out some water the other direction. Or you could like, you could like set it up to shoot one way. This is, this is what they were. It's like when you were a kid and you played in the sprinklers, like that's basically what they did. But the thing is, is like, that's only fun when you're a kid, when you're an adult, it's fucking horrible. How, Jason, what names something worse? Like, I'd rather be stabbed in the neck by a drifter than have little droplets of water hit me when I wasn't ready for it. Like, there's nothing worse than you, than you <laughs> when you don't expect it to rain and you're like running into the bank and you're like, what the fuck is this? And the, and the, the water starts to hit you and it stings. Like, who would choose? That? He's like... I heard it rains a lot in Seattle. And then she's like, oh, yeah, every fucking day, pretty much. It sucks. And then he's like, cool, cue the water. And then it just somebody just starts splashing him with the fucking hose. Yes. And it was it, horrible. It was just it was so lame. But it's it's yes. very 
strange how how uh how, how fun he thinks it is he, he thinks it's like fascinating i know um so um after that they get dried off and they <laughs> go they go meet his mother because as we know his yeah. father passed away and yep. his yes. and his brother now greg <sighs> okay yeah i want to get i'm glad you brought this up <laughs> so so yeah. greg is one of like yeah. five or six kids <laughs> He's got, sis- he's got two sisters. His sisters are at home with yeah. a bunch of kids. Yeah. And so his brother came along for the hometowns. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah, his brother uh, <laughs> doesn't look a thing like him. His brother's right? ugly. His brother is so ugly because <laughs> Greg's real handsome. And so you expect him to have a, you know, handsome brother. Have you ever, you know, Ashton Kutcher, you familiar with him? Yeah, I think so. Ashton Kutcher. Do you know he's a twin? No. Well, it's a good, like, I don't know if you've heard this about me and twins, but I don't, adult twins should not be allowed in public together. I think we can all agree with that, that it's a little freaky to see adult twins in public together. And if they are going to be in the same state or whatever, they should, there should be a rule that they have to stay like a couple hundred yards apart so they don't freak out the rest of the world. Well, Ashton Kutcher, he's got a twin brother, but they can be together because at, while Ashton Kutcher is beautiful, he's got a twin brother who's very unfortunate looking. <laughs> and this is this is kind of similar situation with with Greg, who I would I think anyone would agree is a pretty handsome kid. And yep. his brother is just d- did not get the looks in the family. Unfortunately, he probably hates Greg's guts. Let's put it this way. Yeah. Uh Greg's brother would have a much easier time in prison than yeah. Greg. Oh, definitely. Greg definitely. Greg, yeah. Greg's very pretty. Very pretty. Um, yeah. And soft. Yes. You know? Yes. So, um, so supple. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think we learned that, that they played a very emotional video where Greg's sisters who couldn't be there were on it. And then his nieces and nephews and everyone's crying. Um, and then uh, she talks to, to his mother and uh basically he she says to his mother look i i haven't told anybody that i'm falling in love with them and and but i haven't used i you know i i don't like using the word front runner but your son is definitely going to be here next week in other words he's getting a rose right and 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 i thought as well and this is where the episode kind of went like she's She's basically telling the family when she should be telling him about the, all the feelings she has for him that that he's leading the show, like he's winning the show, and and um, and then that big basically becomes the theme of the entire rest of the of the episode. Like Kate, the way Katie uh, presented Greg in this entire thing was is was what undid the entire show. Yeah. So. She tells uh, the mother he's the front runner. He's definitely getting the rose. And I'm saving telling any of these guys that I'm in love with them until the end. What Very strange thing to tell the parents. Like, yeah. if anything, you skew the other way and you, you maybe you tell them maybe something that you, you wouldn't tell them just to fucking uh, stave off the awkwardness. Mm. But she basically said he's winning the show. Don't worry about it. He'll yeah. be here next week. Yes. And, and then... She, um, she said, I don't like to use the term front runner. She's right. like, but, but then she's like, I don't care. Look, I'm going to let, I'm going to let you finish, but I'm just letting you know, everybody within the sound of my voice, 
the the bachelor thinks you're stupid and they are trying to pull the wool over your eyes with all this shit. They could very easily have cut those three words <laughs> out of the show, but they left them in there because they want you to think one thing and then they're going to pull a misdirection on you. Continue. Right. So, um, so, you know, and then he talks to his mom and his, and he tells her, this is the one I'm in love. She fills a hole in my heart and all this stuff. And, uh, I just need to hear her reciprocate. I need to hear it. He's like, I feel it. I just need to hear it. Now, this is when Katie makes an interesting choice. Katie chooses the the format of the show and the the rules of the show over a potential husband. In other words, she really kind of stuck to her guns in this entire episode of I'm not going to tell anybody I'm falling in love with them. I'm going to save that until the proposal. Well, the problem with that is you might not get to the proposal because you haven't told anybody that you're falling for them. And that she, and so she kind of sticks to what the producers want you to do, which is don't give away your cards to any of these guys. Um, I mean, we've seen subject after subject break that rule over the years. We've seen, we've seen people tell multiple women that he loves them, uh, completely mislead one of them and pick the other. Um, that's just the nature of the show. You break that rule because you want to keep them interested and keep them around. Katie sticks to the like the format. Like she keeps like every time that he that Greg like they had this one on one thing afterwards, where all he wanted to hear from her was her to say, "I am falling in love with you too," and yep. and we're going to be okay. Yep. She says everything but that. She yep. she she completely It's not an accident, Jason. She it's she not beats her she beats around the bush yeah. and says everything but that. Um not an and he, she tells the she tells the mom he's the front runner, he's gonna be here next week, and he goes, I need a little reassurance, and she's like, Can't give you that, sorry. Get the fuck <laughs> right. out of here. Get the fuck out of here. This is you've been this is being produced. We're being we're being fed we're being manipulated as an audience, <laughs> and and what's funny is like he's going to be here next week means he's going to be one of the three guys that I could fuck like in the fantasy yeah. suites. He's yeah. definitely going to be one of those three guys. Yeah. Um. And so so Greg, to his credit, like he sees kind of through this. He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not going to just take all this nonsense. Like, look, talk to me like a human being. Like we have feelings for each other. Don't talk to me like I'm winning the show. And don't talk to me like I'm I'm a front runner or I'm the leader in the clubhouse. Just tell me what you you think about me. And she never told him. And then, um, you know, the next day he goes back to her room and more drama and, and more drama and uh, and sin, uh, continues. Yeah. And I would say this to his credit, he's like. Um, you know, you told my family I was going to be around next week and I'm getting a rose. Like, I don't give a fuck about getting the rose and getting to the next week. He's like, I need to hear something from you. I told you that you, uh, filled a hole in my heart and you didn't even acknowledge it. She was pretty stoic the entire time because she's like, I need to stick to what the, the show tells me I need to do and not give away my cards until the end. Because, because if I'm in the audience, I don't want, I don't want to know who she picks. Like she's sticking to that and he's, yeah. and he's like, he's like, fuck this. Yeah. Um, and 
I didn't think that he was going to walk off the show. This kind of surprised me, but he did, yeah. or at yeah. least for well, now he yeah. has. Yes, he, he walked away. She chased yes. her down, or he, yeah. she chased him down, and he still stuck to his guns. And she's like, "I don't know what you're telling me here. Are you telling me that we're done and you're leaving?" And he's like, "That's exactly what I'm telling yeah. you. Um, I'm here to tell you exactly. He'll be back. That's what okay. I'm here to tell you. He's not. He has not left the show. He'll be back. Honda P. It has to. It, it, that has to happen. It, it 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 seems like it. Yeah. But I will say this: like this is kind of a first in that we have this. The hometowns was trimmed down to three, uh, really like two, and then Justin, who's a throwaway, and now we've got some dude walking off the show before she could even give or or, or take away roses or whatever. Um, so now we go into next week thinking that. Um, she's leaving the show too because the very last thing that she says to a producer who's or Caitlin who says, uh, "What do you want to do?" She says, "Book me a uh, plane ride home." I want I'm somebody leaving. to book my flight home. And they did right. the thing where they were talking through the door. Mm-hmm. It's just right. all like so contrived. It's really frustrating it's really difficult to watch look i said in episode one when they bonded over the dead dad thing no disrespect very sad but that that is something that connects you to another person is a shared traumatic experience when they bonded over that he's he won the show he won the show on the first date and because she's a soldier because she is a company woman unlike Claire, who couldn't fake it. She was too earnest. Katie has been going through the motions. She's sex positive. She's been going through the motions this season. She's, but the whole time it's been Greg and this, they brought in this Blake guy and he's a nice diversion. He's a snack. He's handsome. He's dummy. He's a dummy. He's great. He's a, he's good TV, but this Greg has won it the whole time. And now they did a thing where they're like, let's create, cause this is a boring season. Let's create drama here at the end. Greg is going to, Greg's going to be hurt and he's going to leave. And yes, Greg is a little bit sensitive, but this is not what's happening. I don't like, I don't, obviously we don't traffic and spoilers on the show, so I could be a hundred percent wrong, but I'm still sticking to my guns here. Greg is not leaving. We're being faked out. Greg is coming back. What you think she's going to pick Justin? Do you think she's going to, do you think she's going to have Justin get down on one knee? And like Blake's like a cute story, but do do you get any sense that she's in love? She likes Blake and he seems like a nice guy. Do do you get, do you look at her and Blake together and go, Oh, those two, these two people are in love. They should get engaged. No, of course not. The only one you can picture her doing that with is Greg. She's picking Greg. Greg is coming back and she's getting engaged to Greg when the season ends. I, I mean, I, I'm not doubting that. Um, just because that's kind of how the the, the show, uh, works. But as far as we know, as far as what they presented us last night, she says, book me a flight home. They did the tease. Um, they had zero, um, fantasy suite kind of footage. They had zero, you know, they usually do those shots of, uh, her and her, and her gown getting proposed to, but you don't know who it was. They never, they didn't do any of those teases. It was basically, um, uh, Caitlin telling the two guys that are left news that they wouldn't want to hear. 
and then Katie uh, just storming off and whatnot. I will say this. They ended the show. You know how they come back and they usually have like bloopers or something? They ended the show. They came back and they did um, Katie and Greg highlights. They did like all like the fun, happy uh, times they had on the show. Which was kind of a weird one for them. Yeah, so yes. I don't know if they're if they're basically tell, they telling enough. you this yeah. is the way it's going to end. Yeah. But um, anyways, uh, it sets up a finale. I think next week. I'm guessing. I have no idea. Um, you know, something we haven't seen before. We've been doing this this a, a while back. I can't say that it's very interesting mm-hmm. or or overly stimulating. But it's something we haven't seen before. The front runner uh, leaves the show. The subject was like sticking. All she had to do was just say like simple words like dude i love you it it but i have to play the game i have to play the rest of this game yeah that's what that's what this this show's all about i have a contract right um but but she she wouldn't do it she she was going to continue to like tell him everything other than that uh he wasn't buying it he he stormed off and we're gonna see what happens next week and i i have a feeling it's going the way that you had predicted uh, but there's a chance we might just completely come to an end. Of course, Steve Carbone, Reality Steve, knows exactly what happened. All of his does. followers know what happened. So we don't, we're just we kinda, don't traffic and spoilers. We're here. just completely talking out of our ass because we have yeah. no idea what we're doing. Yeah, we don't know. What we're talking about. We don't know anything. Uh, but it's it only makes sense the way we're describing, unless they're just going to let the season fall apart. Because look, there's supposed to be two episodes left, right? Usually, there's fantasy suites and then the. <laughs> right. Final rows, right? So they're going to. Con- I can't see it. I can't see no. them squeezing four more hours out of this shit. No. So there's only one. But they said next week's the finale. Like it's, there's, okay. it's well, all there happening go. next week. So I, I feel like she's going to like, even though she's sex positive, so everybody expects her to get down, sample the goods, and hey, if she does that, that's great. That's that's her prerogative. She should be allowed to do that, but. I feel like it's going to go the other way. She's going to be the sex positive bachelorette. That's like, Hey, Justin, thanks, but no thanks. Blake, you're a bit of a snack. I would like to, I would like to taste your maple syrup, but that's not happening. Cause I'm, I'm here for Greg. Like I'm, I've, I've fallen in love. I'm in love with Greg. I don't need, I don't need, even though I'm sex positive, I don't need to taste your wares. I'm, I'm, I know who I'm here for and I'm going to, I'm going to do a fantasy suite with Greg. I'm going to do a proposal with Greg and it's going to be Greg's coming back and Greg is going to win the bachelor, <laughs> like the bachelorette. That's all there is to it. Like, I'm just, you know, right, if we'll it's, see. it'll, you know, I can't see it going another way. And if it's going another way, that's because Greg didn't play ball. Bottom line. I will say this. If she yep. does do what the show uh, wants you to think she's going to do and yep. just walks off, and there isn't this like nope. you know great sentimental ending to the show, and then they go into the the world's like most uninteresting bachelorette Michelle. Um, I mean that they're not doing the the franchise any favors. And, and by the way, we did see that Caitlin and Tasha have been signed to do Michelle's Bachelor, which. I mean, this just sounds like too much. We're going to do a no, I, I, I do a VIP and then a bachelorette yeah, and then know. the bachelor at the beginning of the year. As no, we usually do. That's isn't it back much. to back bachelorettes? Is it or it goes bachelorette? There's going to be a VIP before bachelorette. Yeah, there's going to okay, be a VIP well, before bachelorette. I'm I'm hardcore, really not interested in covering another <laughs> bachelorette. And why are we doing uh, the bachelorette like late fall? 
for the very yeah. boring reason that yeah. Michelle didn't want to take off work with her kindergartners. Oh, right, right. That's, yeah, yeah. We had two bats. Very boring. Yeah. Because um, we all know that you can't get a substitute to teach a bunch of six-year-olds. In Minnesota. Yeah. Um, I say like, I'm excited for bachelor in paradise because I'm, I'm excited for Brendan, the big, uh, moron hockey player <laughs> to come in. And I feel like he's got, uh, opportunity to do work. And then also it'll be good because there'll be, there'll be a bunch of people from the last season, the bachelor Matt season, and it will be to, to a person will be like, who the fuck is that? You who, wait, who are you again? Like, you don't remember any of them. It's, and they're not even all like one nighters. Like a lot of them are like, Oh, I made it to episode six. And you're like, what? I don't remember you, uh, but should be exciting. Um, anything else to add, Jason, we wrap up here. Nope. That's it. Well, you, uh, well are you with well, me on my prediction? I, I mean, I'm, I'm not disagreeing hey, with you. Hey, I, I don't have a, I don't have hey. a passionate opinion either way, yeah. which probably says a lot about Jason, this season. Jason. Stand for something or fall for everything. What do you predict? If you're putting me on the spot, I say that, yeah, Greg somehow comes back into the mix and he's the guy, but Um, I I, I don't feel passionate about it. Okay. Well, I do. That's what's going to happen. You heard it here first. (laughs) I predicted on episode one what was going to happen this season. I don't traffic in spoilers. I could be 100% wrong. I don't think I am. I'll fucking go out on a limb because it's about it's about takes. It's about being decisive. And that's that's why you're here listening to us. Uh, OK, Jason, we'll, we'll we'll recap everything next week. Maybe we'll have a special guest. Maybe we won't. Uh, we'll definitely be here to do a postmortem on whatever happens on the Bachelorette season finale with Katie. For Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been whatever episode of the Katie season of The Bachelorette. I think it's eight uh, or nine. Uh, for Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Beckner. We will see you next time. And falling in love We chillin' in the mansion outside's the hot tub We startin' in LA and then we travel the world We toastin' champagne, we got 32 girls Who gets a hometown and who's the most hated Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated We always speculating like you wouldn't believe But I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve So, it's the bachelor lifestyle we livin' in It's the ball of lifestyle we livin' in It's the bachelor lifestyle we livin' in It's the ball of lifestyle the lifestyle we living in is the ball of lifestyle we living in is the bachelor lifestyle we living in is the ball of lifestyle lifestyle